He has spoken on the topics faith, family and freedom in Cuba, Belgium, Brazil, Congo, UK and all over the USA to crowds from 14 to 40,000. Please help me welcome J. Lauren Norris. You know, often leaders forget that beyond the circle of friends that they have, the people that they interact with every day, maybe they have a podcast or they have a social media presence or maybe they have media, maybe they have billboards on the side of the highway or signs on the side of a truck and they think to themselves, you know, this is how I get business, this is how I grow what I do, this is how I go to the next level, if you will, but they don't think beyond that what their influence is responsible for. What their influence is responsible for. That's what I want to talk about in this episode of Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and there are a whole lot of people out there who feel like I need to have the influence of being a leader, of being a communicator. I need to be on the platform, whatever the platform is. Maybe it's a stage in the front of the room with a mic in hand, or maybe it's in front of the camera like this, or a podcast, or they want to be able to influence hundreds of thousands of millions of people. The gravity of responsibility that one has when they have the kind of influence of a Joe Rogan or a, a Logan Paul or, or someone of that category who's got 20 million, 30 million, 40 million followers on their social media accounts. I mean, sure, you, you're generating the wealth. You're, people are showing up at your events. People are coming to see you. They're buying tickets to the fights that you're participating in. They're, they're showing up when you do a comedy routine or they're showing up when you're just showing off your car out in front of the restaurant. And all of those things are good, and they all lead to money of some sort. And I guess as long as they're legal and moral, then rock on with your bad self. But don't underestimate the influence that you have to be potentially eternal change or life change in someone else's decision-making process. It's really easy to underestimate the impact that your words and deeds will have. It's really easy to think, well, I'm just being me. I'm just, I'm just doing me. And, and what other people do with the information that I give them, well, that's on them. There was, it's not too long ago, less than five years ago, that an individual who was a, a world-famous singer, a female vocalist, went through a really rough period in her life. And at some point, she was called out. And they said, you know, don't you understand the kind of impact that you're having on teenage girls all over the world? It, your behavior in front of the camera, the, the things that you're saying are... They're, they're devastating to some families. And her reply was, listen, I, I wanted to be famous, but I never asked to be a role model. I wanted to be famous, but I never asked to be a role model. As a leader, I want you to let that settle in for a minute because really that limelight, that get known to get rich philosophy of Grant Cardone and many others, it drives leaders to do what leaders do to, to gain influence to learn to be a better communicator, to learn to use social media to grow your audience, to learn how to buy media time and airtime in order to grow your exposure. That's what it's all about. It's all about marketing. It's all about being present. And it's all about people being aware of who you are and what you have to offer. And all of that is great. Just understand that as you're doing it, your desire is that people watch you. Your desire is to become an influencer. Your desire is that what people would want to do what you do, that's what influence is for. The question is, 
what level of things are you inspiring them to do or influencing them to do? Will those influences demand of them an investment they're not ready to make? Will you inspire them to do something that might have been perfectly safe and sane for you, but could be life-threatening for them? Will you ask them to do or encourage them to do things that they make you money, but they harm others who follow? I mean, it's really easy when you've got $100,000 that you can throw around as, as slush fund to go out and buy a $100,000 car and sell it for one hundred and thirty, dollars and you look at that $30,000 profit and go, woohoo, I win. But other people who are stacking up credit cards and putting their life at risk and their livelihood at risk to make the same kind of decision, that $30,000 is not going to save them. They've still got $100,000 worth of debt sitting over their head. That $30,000 even, isn't even going to make a dent in. See, these are realms of influence where a, a simple statement, a simple comment that seems perfectly viable and doable. Well, because, you know, the influencer that you follow, they just said it. It must be brilliant because they just said it. Another good example would be the contrast between, um, I don't know, a, a Pierce Morgan or um, Andrew Tate, or even his brother Tristan Tate or Jordan Peterson. These are all people who have vastly different ways of looking at the world. A Ben Shapiro or a uh, Trevor Noah, vastly different ways of looking at the world. And they vie for your attention. They vie for that influence. They fight to see who can have more followers, more viewers, more people participating in the dialogue that they're carrying forward. I call that the narrative. But the narrative that they're carrying forward, the narrative they're leading the world with, the narrative they're building their notoriety and their leadership around may or may not be a positive narrative for everybody. It might be the kind of narrative that on one city block, you're a hero, and the next block over, you're a dead man. That's not a joke. Just go back and read some of the history on the Bloods and the Crips, the biker gangs in West L.A. and South L.A., and you'll find that crossing the street wearing the wrong bandana is a death sentence. Making the wrong comment, referencing the wrong kind of clothes or shoes or car in the wrong place, Speaking ill of one individual on one city block is, is a great thing. Everybody sees you as their champion and next block over, they'll cut you to pieces for it and hide the body parts. That's not an exaggeration. This is the real world we live in. But see, a lot of leaders, they want to fight for that attention. They want to fight for that notoriety. They want to fight for that level of influence. They want everybody to look at them. Follow me on my Instagram. Jump on my Pinterest. Check out my photos. Follow my Facebook, follow my podcast, subscribe, share. Yeah, everybody wants that. I don't mind if you subscribe and share, but more than that, I want you to listen to what I'm telling you. I am a lot less obsessed with whether I have a thousand followers or a 10,000 or a hundred thousand or a hundred. I'm a lot, a lot less obsessed about that than I am that the information that I give you, the challenges that I offer you, the influence that I bring into your life would be positive for the quality of your life. That's my end game. That's my narrative. I want your life to be better for having spent the time listening to this podcast. I want your life to be better because you've invested the time to pay attention. I want your life to be better because I take the time to do the homework to make sure that the information, the knowledge, the wisdom that I bring to you is tried and tested 
that it's based on truth, that it's not hypothetical. I do my homework. I do my research. I want to bring to you things that you can apply to your life and they'll make a big difference yesterday. But I also know that sometimes the uphill battle is that lack of responsibility. Oh, it's so easy to to build. I mean, there, there are methods and algorithms. There, there are people out there who can tell you exactly what the strategy is that Joe Rogan uses for his podcast to have 20 million followers and how he uses his YouTube videos in order to gain, to game the algorithm and gain greater followers and, and greater advertising revenue. The strategies are out there. It can be done. It can be done by anybody who can follow the methodology. Uh, using the right SEO and the right tiles and the right titles and, and prompting people. They used to call it clickbait. Make them think that there's one thing in the video and then give them something entirely different. You can play all those games you want to. You can build the notoriety. The question will be, when it comes to the brass tacks of what you've created, will you find that the responsibility you have for the people that you've influenced has been positive? Well, you find that you've invested deeply in them to be better people. And when I talk about leaders, I don't just mean those on social media. It happens in an office place. It happens in a family. It happens in a local community. There are community leaders whose voice, whose single statement. I, we watched all the, the best Christmas movies over Christmas with just me and my boys, my wife. We sat around and watched the quintessential Christmas movie, Die Hard. Uh, and then, of course, we had to follow that with Live Free or Die Harder and, you know, the whole sequel. In one of those particular ones, though, there's a an expectation for the main character to follow Simon Says rules and, and play this game. And at one point, he's asked to do something very dangerous, and that is to use a racial slur in the middle of Harlem on a sandwich board on his, on his body. To stand in the middle of the street with nothing but a sandwich board that has profane words on it. And coming to his rescue is a man who told him straight up, you're, you're a crazy white man standing in this neighborhood with that sign on. But his sense of moral responsibility said, I may not like you. I certainly don't agree with you. But yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going to stand for this. And he ended up saving the man's life from a gang of guys that probably would have ended it. The irony was, if you just ask him, hey, would you do this? He would have probably said, no, I'm, I'm, I got no reason to do that. But his moral code, his internal influence told him this is the right thing to do, even though when he got in the cab to escape with the guy whose life he saved, he turned to him and said, can you imagine what they're doing to my shop right now? He knew there was going to be a consequence for doing the right thing, for being an influencer in the community. Everybody knew who he was. And while he was able to save the man's life, he wasn't able to stop the consequences of that. I want you to realize that even in your own life, in your own circles of influence, you might make decisions that are the right decision to make. They might be morally right and legally right. But those who oppose you are going to bring consequences. There's going to be a price to be paid for doing the right thing. There always is. There will always be a price to be paid for doing the right thing. There'll be a greater price to be paid for doing the wrong thing. But it's up to you to recognize the difference. It's also up to you as a leader to realize that the influence that you wield in the life of other people will bring consequences to them as well. And they may follow you because what you said was the right thing and what you did was the right thing and you can demonstrate how it was the right thing. But in their world, doing the right thing can cost them.
That's a dilemma. That's a dilemma for a lot of leaders because they would ask, if it's going to bring harm to somebody, can it still be the right thing? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. There are missionaries all over the world who are literally losing their heads because of their faith. There are people like United Nations operators who are feeding hungry children in foreign countries because that's the, the duty that they've sworn to uphold. And they're being executed for it. There are people who are traveling abroad to deliver food and clothing to people who are starving in Ukraine. And if they're captured by opposing forces, they will probably be executed for it. Are they doing the right thing? Yes. Is there a price to pay for doing the right thing? Yes. If you're an influencer and you're encouraging people to do the right thing, you need to be honest about the investment that they're going to make for doing the right thing. If you're an influencer and you're encouraging people just to get what they can get and take advantage of anybody they can, then you need to understand those consequences may be yours. It's a very powerful thing to grow and gain influence. That's a very powerful thing to get known for people to become aware of who you are. It's a very important thing if you want to make wealth your primary target in this world. Just understand, you'll either benefit from that wealth in this world and in this world alone, or you'll benefit from doing the right thing. Both of them have a price to pay. Both of them will gain your influence and grow your influence. Both of them could alter the destiny of the people who are following you. And for that, you're responsible. Take that responsibility and the gravity of your influence very, very seriously. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast or tell it like it is TV. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.